dude. To be honest, I think I'm kind of sick of Christmas music. Hello and welcome to Nick Snack for Yologism's episode 46, where we define and discuss the most amazing words in the English language. Last episode, we covered diaspora, bedraggled, and prosaic. And in this episode, we're covering pander, homogenous, and confound. Before we start our new words, let's review our words from our last episode. Our first word was diaspora. Pick the word most closely related to diaspora. Rapid, erect, impartial, movement, or boundless. Rapid, erect, impartial, movement, or boundless. We would say movement because a diaspora refers to a group of people who have moved from their home land. And our mnemonic was diaspora or diaspora, the beautiful woman who dispersed from her home land. Diaspora, the beautiful woman who dispersed from her home land. Then we had bedraggled. Pick the word most closely related to bedraggled. Beautiful, outstanding, soiled, rabid, or devilish. Beautiful, outstanding, soiled, rabid, or devilish. We would say soiled because something that is bedraggled is dirty, limp, gross. It looks like it's been dragged everywhere, bedraggled. Then we had prosaic. Pick the word most closely related to prosaic. Cloistered, commonplace, understood, astonishing, or bleak. Cloistered, commonplace, understood, astonishing, or bleak. We would say commonplace because if something is prosaic, it is everyday. It's monotonous. It's dull, boring. We remembered a mosaic, a colorful, vibrant piece of artwork, and a prosaic is exactly opposite of that. It doesn't catch our attention. It's commonplace. All right, let's move on to our new words. Our first word is pander. One major criticism of online publications is that they pander too much to readers. Won't we see an influx of twerking videos or goat pics if we give the people what they want? It's important that we're just presenting that at face value and we're not trying to pander to any side. The stars, on the other hand, looked at the old guard and said, these people have been on the island for years selling out their cultural heritage in order to pander to the tourists. Pander, P-A-N-D-E-R, pander, P-A-N-D-E-R. It's a verb and it means to cater or to appease, usually without regard to your own values or as a tool of compromise. But it's worth noting, and, and I say this not to pander to the crowd, but it's worth noting that the critical enabler of the counter-racial strategy has been air power. So we're really just satisfying someone else's wants and desires if we are pandering to them. So you might have an important business meeting with a prospective customer whom you know loves dogs, but you yourself hate dogs. So you might borrow your friend's dog and bring it to the meeting in order to pander to your prospective customer. 
Or perhaps you're a teacher and your class won't settle down, but they tell you if you play their favorite Justin Bieber song, they will quiet down. So you reluctantly give in, play them their song, and pander to their musical tastes in order to get their attention. So pander is a kind of catering word, except that often when we pander, it's not something we necessarily want to do, but perhaps we do it because we think it brings about the best. Outcome, or because we feel if we pander to someone's undesirable tastes, we are more likely to get what we want. So our mnemonic, and we're going to have to use our imagination here, is to think of a panda bear who owns a vending shop, and he's giving everyone what they want. So pander and vendor sound somewhat similar. Pander, vendor, pander, vendor. So we can think of a vending panda bear. And we are going to imagine a panda at a vending machine giving everyone what they want. Pander, vendor, pander, vendor. So, who out of these four choices is most likely to pander? A police officer, a politician, a judge, or a stubborn adolescent? Who is most likely to pander? A police officer, a politician, a judge, or a stubborn adolescent? A politician is most likely going to pander. Which word most closely relates to pander? Gratify, bewildered, steadfast, selective, or materialistic? Gratify, bewildered, steadfast, selective, or materialistic? We would say gratify most closely relates to pander because if we are gratifying someone, we're ultimately satisfying a need, a want, a desire, etc. Which word is most likely the opposite of pander? Please, satisfy, help, disappoint, or deny. Pick the one most opposite of pander. Please, satisfy, help, disappoint, or deny. We would say disappoint is most likely the opposite of pander. I have watched for too long over the last decade, friends of mine pander to the companies that they worked in on things they didn't believe, only then to feel the wrath when the company got hurt and they didn't have the resume of articulating their truth to protect them, and so they lost twice. I know what the answer is not, and that is that it's not our job to pander to any particular group、uh, because we think that that's our constituency, and it's not our job to placate any group because we're under attack from them. I'm very open, empathetic, and quite self-aware of what everybody thinks of me, and pander to it, react to it, and adjust to it. And then I'll read a little tangent about a heroic bookseller to pander to the subject of the proceedings. All right, that's the word pander, and we thought of vendor pander, vendor pander, the panda bear standing by a vending machine giving everyone what they want. Let's move on to our next word, which is homogenous. Even fascists seek community. Albeit a frighteningly homogenous community where everyone looks the same and wears the same uniform and chants the same slogans. And I'll just say, as hum, as hum, as homogenous as Athenian society was by modern standards, and it was, and it, they had slaves and they didn't treat women well and did all kinds of bad things that all Greeks did. All right, 
they produced an amazing amount of intellectual diversity within that society. I went from my relatively homogenous, affluent white suburban community to this high school that was just absolutely roiling with issues of race. Homogenous. H-O-M-O-G-E-N-O-U-S. Homogenous. H-O-M-O-G-E-N-O-U-S. It's an adjective and it means similar or the same. However, the samples around that flow look pretty homogenous. So often if we observe a group of friends out in public, we'll notice something homogenous about them. Perhaps they are dressed similarly, or they walk the same, or they might even have the same body language, or they might use a similar homogenous tone of voice. Homogenous, it's really just the fancy word for similarity or sameness. And the way I remember this word is I just think of the word homosexual, someone who is attracted to the same sex, and then I remember that homogenous has to do with sameness of some sort, especially since it has the prefix homos, which means same, and that's enough to cue me into its definition. So what out of these four choices is most likely homogenous? The musical tastes of people from three different countries, four purebred golden retrievers from different breeders, three strangers deciding what they should have for dinner, or the languages spoken by four foreigners. Four purebred golden retrievers are most likely homogenous. Which word most closely relates to homogenous? Innate, inner, illegal, impossible, or identical? Innate, inner, illegal, impossible, or identical? We would say identical most closely relates to homogenous. Which word most closely relates to homogenous? Upbeat, unique, unequaled, uniform, or uppity? Upbeat, unique, unequaled, uniform, or uppity. We would say uniform most closely relates to homogenous. It's also just had this incredible homogenizing effect on our economy and not homogenizing in a good way is in raising standards, but in creating a lower uniform standard. Cultures are not unified, internally homogenous little blocks that tessellate uh, around one another in the world, okay? The Amish live in these homogenous groups which are incredibly equal. The richest Amish is as worth as much as the poorest Amish. All right, that's the word homogenous, meaning similar or same, and we thought of the prefix homos and sameness. Let's move on to our last word, which is confound. But on top of that, I want to know what's going on in the head of my diner in order to really meet their expectations or completely confound their expectations. And we don't need to muddy the waters by introducing into this chapter some things that confound its directness. God has chosen the foolish things of the world to confound the wise, and God has chosen the weak things of the world to confound the things which are mighty. Confound, C-O-N-F-O-U-N-D. Confound, C-O-N-F-O-U-N-D. It's a verb, 
and it means to confuse or perplex or amaze. So our government should not confound the common good and common ground. This is one of those words that has around six or so different definitions, but they are more or less related to one another. And so when I think of confound, I just think of something that is confusing. Often in research, you'll hear the phrase confounding variables, and these are variables that make it difficult to detect what actually happened in the study or what was a causal factor in the study. So say, for instance, we are looking at two different diets to see which one helps people lose weight, but we don't control for portion size or the amount of exercise people are getting, or we don't measure base metabolisms before we start the study. These all might be confounding variables, variables that make it difficult to ascertain which diet is better for losing weight. You can also be confounded after having been amazed or perplexed. So say we're at a magic show and the magician appears in front of us and then a second later behind us, we are likely to feel confounded by her trick. A simple way to remember this word is to think of confusion found, as in we found confusion, we are confounded, confusion found. So who is most likely confounded? A man on a merry-go-round trying to remember who was at his birthday party when he was four years old, a woman tying her shoes after running a short marathon, a walrus running away from a hungry polar bear who hasn't eaten for a week, or a woman seeking revenge after she found out her husband ate the last piece of cake. The person most likely confounded was the man on the merry-go-round trying to remember who was at his birthday party when he was four years old. All right, pick the word most closely related to confound. Miracle, mystify, childlike, absurd, or unique. Miracle, mystify, childlike, absurd, or unique. We would say mystify is most closely related to confound. Pick the word most closely related to confound. Political, psychotic, plausible, phobic, or puzzled. Political, psychotic, plausible, phobic, or puzzled. We would say puzzled most closely relates to confound. You confound that now with a female who is supposed to be weak, sit on the sidelines, clap politely. And you put those two together and you create this rub between what our expectations are and what reality can be. Curved arrows um, confound us when it comes time to talk about hydrogen bonds. The, the reason is um, curved arrows and hydrogen bonds uh, simply don't mix. And there's a funny bit of math. This will confound the, uh, what do you call yourself, data scientists? Uh, this will confound the data scientists in the room. All right, that's the word confound, as in confusion found. We found confusion. Let's do a quick recap of the words we covered in this episode. We had pander, and we thought of a vending panda bear. Vendor, pander, vendor, pander. Because to pander is to cater to someone or to appease them despite your own values. 
Then we had homogenous, and we remembered the prefix homos, meaning same, and we thought of sameness or similarity because something that is homogenous is similar throughout. And lastly, we had confound, to be confused or amazed or perplexed, and we thought of finding confusion, confusion found, confounded. All right, that wraps it up for Nick's Knack for Neologisms episode 46. I hope you enjoyed the episode. Thanks for listening. I want to give a quick shout out to Ezawad for leaving me a review on iTunes. And if you haven't yourself, please head over there and leave me a review. It helps others just like you find my podcast. Ezawad said, man, you're the best. I love you. Please do a few more in 2019. You're great. Thanks for the review, Ezawad. I love you too. And we will see you guys on episode 47. Bye-bye. And I'll just say. And I'll just say. As hum, as hum, as hum, as hum, as hum, as hum. Homogenous as the thing in society was understanding it was. Did all kinds of bad things that all Greeks did. All right? They produced an amazing amount of intellectual diversity. As hum, as hum, as hum, as hum, as hum, as hum. And I'll just say, as hum, as hum, as homogenous as Athenian society was by modern standards, and it was. And they had slaves, and they didn't treat women well, and did all kinds of bad things.